The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I am your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a formally trained LCSW, a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist, and I have additional certifications in both EMDR and Reiki. I view the process of personal growth and change through the lens of an artist, And what I mean by that is that I've been a professional glass sculptor for as long as I've been a therapist, which is 22 years now. I was trained as an artist to find the weak link visually, W-E-A-K, and not to criticize that, that link, but to strengthen it, to resolve it so that the piece moves from top to bottom, left to right in unison. So I bring that perspective and vision into my work with myself and with others. I'm holding in my awareness at all times that our behaviors are based both on what we've learned through our experiences and also what we've resisted learning or been unable to learn for various reasons. And these behaviors show up as shadow aspects of ourselves. They may show up as feeling triggered by certain people, places, or things. They show up as projections that we put on to others, we ascribe to others because of of things we don't like about ourselves that truly are, are things we want to change about ourselves. So there's no need to judge yourself or to feel criticized. This is all about learning. And so I've really work to combine my perspectives as both artist and healer, rolling it into one in order to help my clients because I just love helping people change and grow. I love growing and changing myself, even through the, the sharp, rough edges of it that, that can be painful. So my guest is similar, and we are starting the show late if you're on if you're listening on the other side of this broadcast, because though Mercury is out of retrograde as of today, somehow the call got dropped, the show got dropped. So excuse our tardiness. We're just going to roll with the time we have left. And I am going to bring my guest on in just a few moments. She similarly is about growth in exponential ways. She's used her own experiences to help others transform, and she's reached tens of thousands of people. She is formally trained, uh, having an MBA and a Bachelor's of Science in Marketing. She is additionally an author of three books, a public speaker, she's an entrepreneur, 
and a business mentor. She actually had her first business at age seven, and we're going to talk to her about that. She's been featured on news, radio, and TV programs, including a series on the Discovery Channel. So, Leilani, Hino, welcome. Yes, Are you there? Yes, Yay. I am. Thank you so very much. Yes. We- we got you on the line. And Leilani is, is the owner and founder of X Trainers in New Orleans. How are you today? I am excellent. I'm excellent. We're having a, a weird day happening, but this just goes to show you that you never know what life is going to give you. You just have to work with it. We really do. And that's, that's yeah, a purpose of, of this show today. Where do you want to begin with your work? Oh, where should we begin? You know, one of the things that I like to talk about, um, like I said, people oftentimes think that it's difficult to lose weight. I'd like to start, start with, just jump right into to weight loss if, if you let's don't mind. Let's jump into weight loss, you know. <laughs> One of your books is about it. Weight. Two of your books. Yes, yes, yes. Smothering yes, the Soul weight and loss. Weight Loss and Warp Speed. Weight loss and warp speed, yes, as fast as possible. Most people want it. But what tends to happen is life throws you curveballs like today, and people tend to think that weight loss is all based around the physical. And so one of the things that I'd like to explain to people is the, the five main things that I ask a client to do have nothing to do with exercise okay, or nutrition. Okay, what are those things? Well, the first thing I ask a client to do is to clear the clutter in their home. Most people don't realize that a cluttered space equals your mind, and a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind, a cluttered mind equals a cluttered body. So it's important to get that step in place, and people are surprised it has nothing to do with weight loss, and initially it seems like it doesn't anyway. Another thing I ask people to do is to automate everything, and I call this meals, bills, and wills. Most people know that if you prepare, you prepare your meals, everybody's familiar with meal meal prep, Meal planning, yeah. Yeah, so you get that under control. So you're on autopilot, right? You don't have to think about it. But the biggest stressor, if you look at statistics, most people stress out about finances more than anything. So I ask people to get their bills all automated, have everything on automatic payments. And then as far as your will, if anything should happen to you in the blink of an eye, you don't know what's going to happen, make sure your house is in order, your home, your finances, everything. That way what it does is it eliminates stress from you and most people when they stress they eat and if that biggest biggest stress is finances you need to take that off the table so we get that in order first before you even start an exercise plan right can can i say something about that to you and jump in yes ma'am i was reading your blog thank you i was reading your blog earlier and which is great you all leilani hino.com and um you were talking about, you know, when you started your business, you realized you'd pay your staff, you'd pay everything else but yourself. And you, you were uh-huh. hitting home about, um, you know, putting away an automatic draft. So um, this is just coming up as you're talking about decluttering, you know, get your finances in order to, to start paying yourself. So over the years, you can see all your hard work, you know, manifest also in a, in a financial aspect. So that's a twofold one. A lot of times when we usually, the type of client that I usually have is a business professional. She or he takes care of everybody but themselves. So one of the reasons why they don't have time to lose weight, they're making sure that the kids are off to school, the lunches are packed for everyone else, everything's taken care of just for everybody else, but you just don't take any time for yourself. And when that happens, when you don't put money aside for yourself, when you become a business owner, you know, and, and next thing you know, you're working so hard to make so much money, it's just running out of your pocket. You have no idea where it went. 
you know? So right. it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's from, from a, and, and that will clear up financially because when you look at that bank account, you can, you can have a tally of what you've done. Oftentimes we work so hard and it's gone and we have no idea where it went. And we're on this rat race, you know, running in a cage trying to make, make, make more. And then it's just, you know, you don't know where it's going. So, yes, it's very important to pay yourself first always. And that's yeah. not selfish. No. That's not selfish. That's, that You have to have yourself, you know, a foundation in order. You so that, you, yeah, you can give more to others if you, if you give more to yourself. I agree. So what's, Does that make so, sense? Yeah, it makes 100% sense. So one of the, the obstacles to weight loss and maintaining, you know, the 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 losses, your health is, is not preparing is what I hear you saying. Preparing yeah. foods, yeah. like I'm thinking nuts, protein bars, things you can have in the car that are not perishable, uh, some water. Correct. Is that, are those the things you're talking about? Yes, correct. Anything that you can put on autopilot that you don't have to think about. You come home at the end of the day, you've been working all day. You, you don't necessarily, unless you have to or you want to, you don't always want to think about what to eat. And so typically what happens is you look in the refrigerator, you're tired, you haven't prepared, so you grab the first thing you see. That's a mistake in itself. And mm-hmm. it's not anything that you're doing wrong. It's time to eat and you need to fuel yourself, but you didn't take the time to prepare. Now you're too tired to do that. You know, so yeah. that's anything you can put on autopilot that you can do in advance so that you don't have to think about it. Another thing we talked about was, uh, or wanted to talk about, was eliminating negative people. Okay. That is one. That's a, that's a rough one for uh, some people to wrap their brains around because... Can you tell us what typically, you mean yeah. Well, <laughs> anyone that you surround yourself... There's a study, and I, I like to go back to studies because a lot of times people like numbers and they like facts, and or they'll say, that doesn't sound right because they haven't heard of it before. But there's a study that shows that statistically the five people closest to you will be able to... That, that'll determine your income, your physical activity... Uh, your drinking activity, depending on if you drink or not. And so what will happen if you hang out with someone who's constantly eating French fries and you're with that person mm-hmm. all the time, you know, you struggle to eat healthy around that person because they want to, you know, everybody wants to go and, and, and party or, or do whatever it is that they want to do. On occasion, that's fine. But if it's all the time or if someone doubts you all the time, you, you start to doubt yourself. So whenever you start to do an exercise plan, I ask people, please, if there's someone around you that's constantly being negative, that person is someone you may want to put aside because they're not helping you in any way, shape, or form. And sometimes that's family, and that's hard for clients to, to swallow. But at the same time, if you want to reach a goal, those people are not helping you with those you know, negative influences. And sometimes that comes in the form of Facebook. Or, you know, you think it's, uh, it's really no big deal, but you have the alerts that pop through your phone, and most people have the news. So the right. news will pop in, and every, every day you get those alerts with those negative, this happened, and this person got shot, and all these negative things popping in. You need to be informed, but you don't, have those, you don't need to have those negative alerts popping in all day. It doesn't have to be intrusive, to- is what I hear you say. Yeah. Yeah. All day long, the negativity, yes. And then you, your, your filter system, you start to, make, you know, we make connections. You know, that's how we operate as humans. And we're all looking for something to connect with. And then if anything goes wrong in your day, your, your mind is going to make a connection to the last few negative things it heard. It could have been the news pop-up that you had on your own phone. Right. Makes sense? It does make sense, Leilani. 
Well, you know, I'm really curious and I'm I'm aware our show is abbreviated because of the technological errors, but you're an inspirational woman and you've used your own journey with weight loss and education and creating your business to help others. And you had your first business at age seven. Can you tell our listeners about that aspect, like age seven (laughs) and then how you've used your own life experiences to help other people? Age hmm. seven, um, I made crocheted chickens. Um, it doesn't sound uh, sexy, but <laughs> that's what it was. I got, uh, I got, a, I think it was a Betty Crocker or Fisher Price or something. This piece of equipment, and you put yarn in it, and it made these little. It made a sock, is what it made. And I realized that if you stuffed this sock and made it two different colors and flipped the the top and the bottom down, it made this little chicken. Well. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, when you're, when you're seven, you're cute. And so I would go door to door. My my, my dad would actually come with me and he would have, have me knock on doors and, and I'd ask people to buy my chickens. And of course, when you're seven and you're cute, people will buy pretty much anything kind of like Girl Scout cookies, which is great. Well, I got addicted. And when I realized that there was something that I could create on my own and people were interested in, you know, it kind of went, I guess, in those days viral. There was a local store that we had uh, here in New Orleans, and the manager found out about my crochet chickens, and she okay. actually put in an order for a hundred of those. And so that's that was the crochet chicken. <laughs> At seven years it old, helped. you got paid At to make hundred, and you had to figure it out how to make a hundred chickens what? too, right? You know, I had to figure it out. You know, trying to crank the little machine. I hired some of my cousins. Uh, and I didn't like the idea that you had to pay people, you know, part of the profits. I didn't, I didn't really understand that. That was my first lesson on, you know, employees, I guess. And I did not like that, I, that concept that, I, that, you know, whatever I was making was diluted, but I had to pay them. And so I learned so many business lessons about cooperation uh, and about dealing with other people. You have to encourage them to work and you can't just be a mean, bossy little seven-year-old, you know, you, you you have to cooperate. So that was my first lesson in business at age seven. It actually uh, helped pay for another business that led to paying for a little bit of college, which is really good. Oh, wow. What was that? Yeah. My second business was, it was a 900 number. Um, it was okay. a yes, no. Uh, it was a yes, no uh, phone. I had two phone lines. One was a yes and one was a no. Okay. Um, it was... Th- Three ninety nine a minute, and so I would ask what I what I learned at a very young age. I'm, I'm multiracial, and what I learned at a very young age is that a lot of times people are very opinionated and they just want to express themselves all the time for for whatever reason. And I learned that I could I could make money off of these opinions. So I would ask controversial questions, and people would call in and say yes if they agreed with whatever the question was, or know if they disagreed with whatever whatever the question was, and the money went straight into my account, and that helped pay for college. And what fascinated me about that particular business was no one ever asked, not one time, and I think I learned about politics from that business, not one person asked where the answers were being used for. I learned that most people didn't really care. They just wanted to express themselves. You know, okay. and people just like to be heard. And yeah, from that lesson, yeah. of, other than other than politics, I, that helped me with weight loss and with the weight loss business because a lot of times people are struggling with certain things, and most of the time, all they want is to be heard. So, so that we, was a good lesson for me. 
Absolutely, that is. They want to be heard. So how did that bring you to founding a business in the weight loss industry? How did this happen for you? Well, I gained and lost 100 pounds five times. And okay. in the process of of stretching my body out 100 yeah. pounds back and forth like that, you don't realize the stress that you put on your internal organs. Most people think things happen to them. I lost 80% of my thyroid. That was my fault. And that you was lost 80% back. of your thyroid? Mm-hmm. Had to have surgery, never going to get that back. Okay. But I did that. And most people will tell you, I have a thyroid problem. Well, the truth is I created the thyroid problem, and I challenge people to, to accept that responsibility when something happens to them as well. When a diabetic loses a leg, you did that. That leg didn't just fall off, you know, and that's a huge thing for a lot of people to swallow because when you can't see what you're doing to yourself internally, externally, you, you know, you just figure, well, these, all these things are happening to me. I did that, you know. So... After gaining and losing the weight so many times, and when I was threatened with, you know, I had to have surgery and lose my thyroid, I, I became serious. Because for me, weight loss at the age also, I was under 20, for me, it was a physical thing. It was just, I want to look good and undress. You know, I want right. to go to a party. You know, I want to date. everyone does. You know? Physical appearance <laughs> yeah, is important exactly. in our culture. Yes, and that's all that mattered to me. I mean, I would do it. I would any diet. I don't care if, there, if somebody said that at the time. I think something was out called a fedra or something, and people were saying, "Well, you know, it's developing irregular heartbeats, and you could die." I didn't care, and I'm, I'm, I will admit that many clients, I still get that. I didn't care. I just wanted to look good. Yes. Well, until I lost something, until I lost that thyroid, I didn't realize. Oh, wait a minute. You know, I'm kind of controlling this shell that was given to me at birth. Maybe I should, you know, take a stand and, and, and help myself. So that was the reason why I, I got, I guess, in gear and focused on weight loss and, and my own transformation back and forth. I was fascinated, still am fascinated with the human body and the stresses that it will take. And it's so forgiving and it keeps giving us chances and chances. And we miss yes. them. <laughs> we miss it. We miss it. And the other night, uh, I posted on Facebook, actually, just, just, just last night. I was at a conference, mm-hmm. and a gentleman, he was in his late uh, 60s. He may have been early 70s, and he could barely move. And uh, his his peers were with him next to him, and they were just, you know, moving around just like you, just like me. Everything was fine. So physically, everybody else was fine, but he wasn't. And mentally, he was sharp as a whip. And after talking for a while, he said that his one regret was that in the past, he never paid attention to what he would be like in the in the future, which is now, of course, his present. Right. And now he he can't go back. And and you know, he he would he would say stuff like, "Oh, you only live for today," or you know, "You got to die of something." Yeah, it's one of my right. favorites. You know, you know, it's like, and that, those are funny in the moment when you're partying with your friends. But when he was had a he had a cane and he could barely walk. His mind is sharp as a whip. His friends are playing golf. He can't even swing a club anymore. There's nothing he can do about that now. I mean, he can get some of it back through exercise and maybe some back surgery. But all that time that you don't plan, just it's the, the same thing with planning to eat. All that time he didn't plan. He partied, had a good time, which is great. You right. know, but if you don't die in, in 15 years and you live for any amount of time, that's going to catch up with you. And your body can't keep, you know, regenerating itself that much if you don't help it out a little bit. 
So how so, is it yeah. that you help your clients? How does X trainers help people coming in, you know, wanting results like, like you wanted when you were younger? Well, basically, we, I mean, we take care of all the physical. We, we work out with you two or three days a week. Um, everything is based on your your mind, though, is, is the honest truth. Like, I do have a program, and I have a system, and it's, it's uh, based on plyometrics. We build muscle and burn fat at the same time. Everything is time. So the physical aspect, it, you know, it, it, it's really technical, and, and, and all of that is great. But what really helps with my clients is I find out those things that make everybody tick. When I sit with a client initially, it's important for me to understand what they believe in and what they don't believe in. If I tell someone that they need to eat, you know, uh, broccoli, this is not my system, but if I hypothetically, if I said you need to eat broccoli and and spinach twice a day and they said they just don't believe that that's going to, you know, bring weight loss, then they don't believe that. And mentally, your mental capacity, just like eliminating negative people and clearing the clutter and clearing your stress level, I have to work with your belief system first. And when I ask them, how much weight do you want to lose? And usually they'll say, well, I'd like to lose 20 pounds. And I'll say, is that what you want? Well, I'd really love to lose 40, but I know that's not possible. Well, if you don't believe it's possible, it's not. And but I can so- only do what I can do. So you bring in that that perspective of working with people's belief system as systems as you had to work with your own in your own journey to yeah. to help them expand it, tweak it, like whatever whatever needs to happen yeah. for them to reach their goals, for example. Yes, yes, I, I like to say that you can take two women and have them be twins, same genetic background, give them the same exercises, the same nutrition plan, the same everything, and send them on their way. One will lose weight and one most likely won't. But what you don't know about what's going on is what's going on for them mentally. One of them may be happy, hang out with her friends all the time, you know, go to positive places, work out with them, whatever. The other one may be depressed, going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. You know, a kid may be getting in trouble in school, house may be going into foreclosure, you know, whatever it is. Mentally, whatever's going on in in your, you know, in your life in that moment creates the stresses in your body. And your body, the cells in your body, behave based on your mind. It's, it has right. nothing to do with the physical. It's not, I mean, apples to apples, you have to add the mental end. And when you don't do that, you're never going to get that weight loss long term. We have a 94% weight loss success rate, and it lasts for clients for seven years. Yeah. Yep, seven years. And they keep that weight off. And people are often shocked. How do you get people to lose weight so fast and so long? When they click, when I find out what it is for that person, that makes that person click. Some people are all physical, and it makes it really easy. But most yeah. people are not. The majority of people are not. And that's the reason why weight loss, you can, any, any exercise program works. Does that make sense? Yeah, any exercise yeah. program works is what you just said, correct? Yes, but it only works short term. Mm. Thank you. It only works short term. And that's because you, if you're only dealing with the physical and you never focus on the, the mental, it can't last. You've got to get both sides of that equation. Right. So makes that's sense. what makes you different, I think, and unique from other training companies is like how you just said, finding out what makes your clients tick and really investing that care and time. So I imagine your clients feel, well, I know some of your clients, so I know they feel like you're personally invested in, in their yeah. health and their goals. And that goes a long way. Like when you said a few moments ago, when you had that call-in number that you realized people just want to be heard 
clearly I see this in your business model as well. Yeah. Listening. Yes. And, and, and it's not even just through me when, when I branch myself out through my trainers, like the, what motivates people, you know, you have to have incentives for people. So my trainers earn bonuses based on the client's progress. So the better okay. the client does, the more, the more the trainer gets paid. When you're dealing with young trainers, you know, or anybody outside of yourself, there must be some, you have to have some vested interest in that client. You can't just show up and have them run through exercises and, okay, send them home. You know, there must right. be some vested interest. You need to see an end goal in that client. And for me, it's important that my trainers understand that these people are paying money, <laughs> not just to come here and walk on the treadmill. They want to see results. That's what they're paying for. And those results are based on how you make them feel more than what you make them do. And yeah, that's, that I think sense. that's really the key. Yeah. Make so they happy keep coming back. All the time. So they- yeah. Yeah. So they keep coming back. I mean, it's not always fun to be on a treadmill or running or doing no. whatever program, you know, it's, it's the body, especially at first, I think kind of revolts, like, what are you doing? And yeah. so you need something yeah. to sustain you through those tough moments to get you there. So it sounds like it's your trainers and yourself really, um, providing help, you know, helping your clients stay in touch with the why, with the, why am I doing this? You said something on your last show, I think you had on Tracy Lee Jones, and you said yes. lending ego strength. And when I heard that strength. term, lend, yes, I thought, oh, my God, that is exactly exactly what the trainer does for the client until mm-hmm. they can reach their goal. And it's, I think you said you believe in you. Or I will believe in you until you can do it for yourself. Yes. That's exactly what a personal trainer does. I, I don't think I've heard it uh so uh, defined so perfectly until I heard you on that show. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh-huh. It's Thank awesome. you. Thank you. You're welcome. But you that do do that exactly... with your clients. Lending ego yeah. strength for something that's so challenging to do physically and mentally. And it's, it's every system, you know, like especially weight loss that can take a really long time to see results depending on where the person is and people can lose hope. I have a lot of clients coming in, you know, working on an exercise program and they start to lose hope that they just can't do it. So it's really important to lend that ego strength and be with them and listen. When you, when you, when you, when you've been on a diet back and forth so many times, you create this set point in your body and your body, your body's smart. I don't know. Most people think they're going to outsmart their bodies. They're, they're not going to. So your body's incredibly smart. You set these set points and you tell your body, Hey, this is when I usually give up. I usually give up at about ah, 12 pounds. So your body has a set point. So typically you start a new program every year. You do the same thing. I don't know why we don't realize this, but January will happen. You'll do a New Year's resolution. You'll lose 12 pounds, and then your body's going to hold on to every ounce of fat for dear life because Mm -hmm. it believes it's going to starve. Starve, right. And and then you give up, and you say, you see, that diet didn't work. (laughs) I, I, I have to explain. The diet works just fine. You're not working. You don't have the staying power to get past that set point. We had a client who trained with us for an entire year, and she would not listen. She would not follow the meal plan. She would not, you know, even though it was choices she made, wouldn't do it, said, I don't want to do that part. I don't want to do the mental part. I just want to work out. I don't need to think. I said, well, I'm telling you, this is the way it works. She trained for an entire year. She lost 15 pounds. A friend of hers joined, and her friend came in, followed everything, especially the mental parts, what I asked her to do. (laughs) 50 pounds fell off 
of course, she was upset because her friend lost all that weight. After her friend lost all that weight, she started paying attention. She, you know, she realized she needs to get out of her own way. And a year later, she lost 60 pounds. She lost it so fast. We sent her to the doctor, actually, because it, it, okay. it almost okay. like it just fell off overnight. And wow. everything's fine. Everything was perfect. Yeah. And all of her weight is gone. She's still doing fantastic. She's still with us, has been with us for 11 years. She's 70 pounds down. Never, never, she, she can run and do so many things that she couldn't do before. And the reason why they stay so long is because we keep them motivated and keep changing the exercises. Your body craves change. Right. And so she's not going to walk on a treadmill. You think you'll finish and you'll just do this on your own. Yeah. Even I need a trainer, you know, even I work out with a trainer and then my trainer works out with me. Oh, that's because great. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to push myself on a hard day unless, you know, I'm unless gonna, somebody's not every there. day not consistent. Yes, and vice versa, yes. So you know, I, like, that's I, why like, I, I like that you all incorporate using medical professionals too. Like it sounds like you got worried about her rapid weight loss. So had her go, yes. you know, check with her doctor. So that's important too that you really are, are helping people where they are and what then begins to happen or not happen. Yes, personal trainers are not doctors. That's not what we are. We have many clients who have uh, full bars in their bodies. Yeah. Oh, All we kinds have of everything. Yes, everything you can imagine. But we do work with our doctors because if somebody comes in and there's a major issue, we, we can't fix that, you know, but we have to be able to find out what we can work around. There's very little things that I've seen that we cannot rehab. If you know what you're doing and you work with your doctor and, you know, you don't do anything majorly extreme, although we do some extreme training as well, but it depends on what you're coming in for. But weight loss is typically what we specialize in. Yeah. So what is going on for you now? What do you have in the works? Because I know you're always, you know, working on something, <laughs> growing in different ways, you know, accepting new challenges. What, what is going on for you? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com in these areas uh a few things that we haven't signed on the dotted line yet so <laughs> so <laughs> we might not mention those okay but, sure of course um, you can come back on the show and talk about them when they happen <laughs> we do have a um we do have a travel to new orleans plan uh in the works that we have been working on for some time a lot of tourists are asking for that people like to come to the city and of course when you want to come here you want to eat and what it is it's it's all inclusive and basically it's six or 12 weeks we put you in you know give you accommodations but you are on a you're working out and we every friday or thursday or friday i can't remember the exact day um we take you around the city and you get to eat whatever you want on that friday Okay. You know, so you can taste the city because you want to experience it. But at the same time, it's, and it, it shows the healthy way to experience New Orleans. We're so, uh, we're so used to being known for food. And honestly, I, I, I want to change. Yeah, I want to change the fact that we're always the 48th, 49th, or 50th uh 50th state, fattest state. I, I, I would love to, to leave a legacy and change that. So change that, you yeah. can. 
Yes, you can you can eat healthy, still enjoy the food, not just not every single day, and enjoy the city and do it healthy at the same time. So we do have that program um, in the works for anybody who wants to visit New Orleans. So that's a good one. Oh, that's exciting, Leilani. Yes, and ma'am. What what you know? I like to ask my guests, what is it you want to leave? You know, to leave a legacy, to leave however you want to interpret that question. What is important to you in that area? Mine's probably really cut and dry and clear. It's always been. I'd love to reduce obesity by 50% across our country. I travel a lot, and we are really the heaviest country there. I mean, I don't think there's another country heavier than we are. And it's uh, it's it's been one of my pet peeves watching how obese we you know we are, we're becoming. And I know a lot of it is because of the way we process foods, but a lot of it is the education. Uh, we're not educating enough on what to do and when just those simple changes that people can make. It's happening slowly. I even see fast food places, you know, uh, change. That's something new that's coming up. We are expanding in our mid-city location, and we do have a, a, a meal delivery service that we used to have with Whole Foods, and now we're bringing that in-house. So you'll be able to drive up on the fly and get um, healthy fast food, and you can't get that anywhere. You have to that's bring amazing. You have to. Yeah, or you have to pre-order it, you know, but you can't just be out in the middle of the night with your friends hanging out. And you know what? I just want something healthy. You can't get that anywhere. Well, you will be able to in January. So that is, is this, something This that, is the partnering with Whole Foods to create X-Trainer's healthy meal delivery service, correct? No, 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 no. no. That one started off that way when we used to okay. do it. And you, you would be able to go to Whole Foods and get our meals. Well, okay. Now we're doing it. Yeah, we have our own private chef. And now it's in-house. So when you drive up, Next time you're in town, come in and get something oh, that's healthy. Great. And we'll bring it right out to you. Yeah, yeah. And we're also oh going to teach, gosh. teaching a working kitchen where you can come in and we'll, we'll have classes and kind of kind of like the dinner parties that we do for clients now anyway, but we're going to expand it to the uh, public so you can come in and learn how to cook healthy. It can be delicious and healthy at the same time and have New Orleans flavor in it. But, you know, it doesn't have to be fried. It doesn't have to be, you know, all those different things that, that we equate with taste. You know, it's, it's everything's delicious, but it's healthy. So we're, we're going to teach how, how to do those, how to make those. It's a sitting kitchen. You're going to love it. That's, so reducing obesity by 50%. That's your goal. That's, yes. that's awesome. Leilani, across how can country, people yes. across this country, yes. How can people reach you and, and inquire about X-Trainers? Um, you can give us a call at area code 504-4822-FIT, 4822-348, or www.x-trainers.com. Or they can go to Amazon.com and type in my name if they're not with us. They could easily grab one of the weight loss books if they can't come to the city and follow the steps on your own. We have a lot of long-distance success stories straight from the book and the plan. And, you know, that's another way that they can do it by going through Amazon. Can you tell us a little about some of those success stories? I was just informed we have a, a few more minutes left. Excellent. You want to know about long distance or local? Uh, maybe long distance or, or yeah, <laughs> long distance. So if you go on to the site right now, if you go to xtrainers.com. With a hyphen um, to our hy- listeners and a yeah, hyphen between hyphen. the X and the T. Yes. Um, if you look under trainers, you're going to see yeah. Bobby. 
and he is my service manager. He's lost 100 pounds. He actually, he had the job before Hurricane Katrina. He was my service manager. He had just started. And I would say he was about 30 pounds heavier than he wanted to be. Well, he left, the, you know, Katrina happened. Our lives were disrupted here. He moved away to Texas. He called me about six or eight months later and asked for his job back. I said, sure, but I hadn't seen him. Okay. I had gone out to Houston to uh, see him again, and I didn't realize he'd gained another 70 pounds. And I explained to him, you know, you have to do the program if you are going to sell the program. So long distance between we, made, we shot videos for him, and we do this. We shot videos for him specifically for what we needed him to do, along with the meal plans, along with him turning everything in that he's supposed to eat, just like we do if you were here, except for you get a video. We did we do FaceTime instead of you have a live trainer, almost like virtually. He knocked off know, 80 pounds or 70 pounds, like within four months. And then he took the rest off, you know, throughout the year. And he came back and he got his job back. He was highly determined, highly motivated. And that's another one of those mental things that jumped in there. His motivation level, his, his goal wasn't necessarily to lose weight because he called in to lose weight. He wanted his job back and he wanted to come home. So that motivation, that's something that made, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what made him tick, and that's what made it work, yeah. And then once he gets his job back and he comes back, now his habits have all been developed now, and now all he has to do is keep the weight off, and that's the second part of weight loss. Losing weight's easy. Keeping the weight off is the second part. So then now you have to find, mm -hmm, you just find out what motivates him to keep that weight off, and, of course, we know what those triggers are, and so he has certain triggers. And then he has in his phone, we schedule different things for what his personal triggers are. And his mostly a stress. And when his triggers hit, his alarm goes off. Because it's almost like a questionnaire. You know, did this happen today? Did this happen today? And when four or five days go by, if he hadn't worked out, which that has not happened, if he hasn't worked out, you know, there's a reward and, and a system in place to keep him accountable. You have to keep yourself accountable. You have to be reminded to do these things. You're not just going to lose it and say, oh, I'm happy now. I'm going to keep the weight off. Usually you do that and you get into a relationship, you gain the weight back. Right, you, know, right. you, you have to find your own personal triggers to make yourself stay on that plan. And that's one of the things that we do really well. I started the show, the introduction, when, I'm not sure if you were on uh, yet, but talking about, you know, as, as a therapist, I work with helping people identifying what their triggers are, what our shadow aspects of ourselves are and what, what projections we, we have. And, um, and just how it's so important, like, you know, not to criticize ourselves about that, but yes. just to learn and grow yes. that we, we all have triggers. We all have shadow aspects. We all project. You do not get out of the human experience, you know, without, without going through these things. And I think, um, I don't know, I find them exciting to discuss, help others work through them and work through them myself, even though it's typically painful to, to go through that discovery process. So it sounds like even in weight loss that these, you know, psycho uh, dynamic principles apply and help people. Most definitely. I, 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 everything that you do applies to your body. Everything. I, I mean, everything, everything Lisa, you do. I mean, I mean, psychologically, mentally, yeah. every, you know, I like to, I like to say that you're the physical expression of what you feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and it's, 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 it's usually accurate more than people realize. Usually, even if you find someone that's in the white, right weight class, sometimes that person will have a limp 
or sometimes that person will have a weird gait or a little sway in the back or something. It's not always manifested physically through weight, but usually how you feel on the inside is manifested on the outside, and you may think you're hiding it, but you're not. And that's why it's important to take care of your mind first. Leilani, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Despite the challenges with technology, we did it. (laughs) We did it. Thank you and so very much for having me on. You're welcome. And again, listeners, you can find Leilani and X Trainers at either x-trainers.com or her name, L-E-I-L-A-N-I-H, like Harry, E-N-O.com. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. Bye. That concludes our show for today, a challenging one technologically, but ended up being great. Um, Join me next week at the same time as I interview author Donna Carol Voss, and we'll be talking about her book, One of Everything. It's an autobiography that's funny, that's dark, that's, it's really interesting. Join me then. I hope everyone has a good week. Bye-bye. Listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only.